Good morning and welcome to On Fire Radio, brought to you by Catskill Mountain Christian Center, a full gospel family church and Christian academy located at 629 Main Street in beautiful Margaretville, New York. What a great day to go to church. If you don't have a church, come on over to Catskill Mountain Christian Center. We would love for you to be our guest this morning. That's Catskill Mountain Christian Center this morning at 10 o'clock. If you'd like more information about On Fire Radio or Catskill Mountain Christian Center, give us a call at 845-586-4848. I'm Renard Bartow, and I'd like to invite you to join us for the next 30 minutes as we bring you On Fire Radio. Now let's go to Pastor Bob Engelhart with today's message. Hi there, this is Jacob Johnson. I know, you usually hear from me at the end of these shows, but today I get the privilege of introducing our special guest for this episode of On Fire Radio. Today, we get to hear from Pastor Bob's wife, Mrs. Nancy Engelhart. So we pray that this word ministers to you today. Now, let's go to Mrs. Nancy Inglehart with today's message. Hebrews 6.10 This is the word of the Lord for you individually today. This is not a word corporately, by the way. This is a word of the Lord for you as individuals in Christ Jesus, as sons and as daughters of, of the Lord. For God is not unjust so as to forget your work and love which you have shown for his name in ministering to the needs of the saints, God's people, as you do. That was in the Amplified. Here's another one. For God is not unfair. How can he forget your hard work for him or forget the way you used to show your love for him and still do by helping his children. Here's New King James Version. For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown towards his name, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. God hasn't forgotten anything you have done in his name. God has not forgotten anything you have done in his name towards his saints, towards his sons and daughters. God has not forgotten one thing. He is not unjust to forget. The Bible says in in Hebrews 6, in the the verse above it, that um, in 9 it says, Beloved, we are confident of a better thing concerning you. Yes, things that accompany salvation. And when I saw that, I thought that is very cool because your your works, your love, which you have shown in his name in ministering, has, has you do it because it accompanies your salvation. That's why you do that. You do that because it goes with you like a companion. Your hard work, your love, 
your, your literally physical work or spiritual work, your love that you have shown in Jesus' name to his people just accompany your salvation. It walks with you. It talks with you. It is with you. You can't help yourself. It accompanies your salvation. And the Bible says that God is not unjust. He's not unfair. He's not prejudiced. He's not biased. He's not partial. So as to forget your work. Maybe sometimes you feel like everyone has forgotten your work. Maybe they have. Maybe in the moment you were the hero and now there's something else going on. But God has not forgotten your work. God has not forgotten your work. Maybe sometimes you sit back and say, does anybody realize what I do? Like, does anybody realize what I do? Does anybody realize I just drove back and forth and back and forth and back and forth? The Bible says in, 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 uh, in Hebrews uh, 6, 9, uh, the Apostle Paul writes, um, Beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you. Yes, things that accompany your salvation. Through, though we speak in this manner, for, for God is not unjust to forget your work and your labor of love, which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end that you do not become sluggish, but, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. I remember imitating people. I'm like, oh, that's what you do. I could do that. I know how to do that. You know, I remember imitating the fathers and the mothers of the faith when I was a young woman, watching them and imitating. I'm going, okay. We could, or I would say to my husband, we could do that. We can't do that, but we can certainly do this. We can do that. Yeah, if this is God, I want in. You know, I want in if this is God. Like Susie might say, Nan, you want to join my art class? No, I don't want to join your art class. I don't know how I think about art. But a lot of people are artistic. But I know how to wash dishes. I can do that. I'm really good at that. I could, I could make a lasagna for the next event we have. I know how to do that. Dee needs help. I know how to go to her house. I know where she lives. I know how to do, I know how to do that. We talk at 2 o'clock in the morning. She prays for me. I pray for her. We know how to do that. I know how to do that. But I do that because it accompanies my salvation. It just accompanies your salvation. Your good works accompanies your salvation. You do that because you're saved. Because you're really saved. Only people who are really saved do good works and don't complain. Now, I'm not going to attack the one who complains. You already know if you're the one who complains, this is not for you. 
But God is not unjust to forget your work and your labor of love, which you have shown towards his name and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. God has not forgotten one thing you have done for him in his name. I'm not saying you're going around saying, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus. You're not, you just, you naturally do it. You naturally serve. You naturally say, yeah, I can do that. No, I'm sorry, Susie, I can't go to your art class and paint, but I could prepare the room for you. What can I do? What can I do? I'm not going to ask Dee to make a full dinner for an event, but she'll say, here, here's 50 bucks, Nan. Go buy what you got to buy. She can do that. I'm always saying, go to Dee. She'll give us $50 and go get what we need. Because she does that. She's like, what, is, what do you need? I can't do this, but I can do that. Now, I don't know what you have done over the, 30, the last 30 years that I've been here. I have no idea. I know some beautiful stories, but I don't know. They're hidden from me. Because you're doing everything before the Lord and under his wing. But God wants you to know that he is not a God who is, he is not unjust. He's a just God. And he wants you to know that he's not forgotten anything you've done. Whether you thought it was a failure or not, he hasn't forgotten whether you've done something and you like said, I just failed there. You haven't failed at all. When you're a true Christian, when Jesus Christ is Lord in your life, you don't fail in him. You learn. You learn. There's a beautiful scripture in the Psalms that says, when you fall, I, 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 have, not, I have not let go of your hand. You may fall, but notice I never let go of your hand. Did you notice that? You might have tripped. And I don't even mean into sin. Like, up, oh, that was a knucklehead thing to do. Up, oh, that was a knucklehead thing to say. He never let go of your hand. Never let go of our hand. I'm here this morning as a messenger from God, as an ambassador of the king, as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, to tell you this morning from God that your God is not unjust to forget your work and your labor of love, which you have shown towards his name in that you have ministered to the saints and continue to minister. God has not forgotten anything you have done in his name. Nothing, and he wants you to know that. And he wants you to know that because you are truly saved, that's why you have been able to do these beautiful works in the name of Jesus, because the works and the love accompany your salvation. They walk with your salvation. It's part of who you are. That's good. That's just very good stuff right there. That's just very good stuff. <laughs> I'm, go I'm going to 1 John chapter 4 now. So it says in 1 John 4, 
Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. But this you know, by this you know the spirit of God, that every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. The risen Christ who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You think about that a little while, that'll change your whole attitude about yourself. They are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who does not, he who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. God people understand God people. People who are not God people do not understand God people. God people understand the language of God people. God people hear God people. They understand God people. Beloved, let us love one another, for, the lo- for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Did you know that? Did you know that God is love? Like, who is God? What is God? God is love. It's one of those sentences, like, God loves you. Like, you, like do I dare say it? God is love. Like, But if you really think about that statement, it'll blow some synapse. Because God is love. And you just just sit there in your little chair at home, and everything's off, and you're thinking, you're looking out in the sky, and you're saying, you are love. My husband said to me the other day, Nan, remember, remember this. And he said, God is, God is love fireworks went off in my brain. He said, remember this, man. God is love. It's not an attribute. It's not a character attribute. He is love. My synapse blew. I'm like, oh my God, don't give me another sentence. Just blew my mind. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us that God had sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. That we might live through him. And you live through him because Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And what accompanies you as you walk this walk whether it's a dark hour or a light hour, is your good works and your love. That God has, is watching, has been watching all this time. 
And he wants you to know that he is not unjust to forget your work and your labor of love, which you have shown towards his name, and that you have ministered to the saints or you have served and you continue to serve. God has not forgotten. He has not forgotten anything you have done. And it's part of your salvation. It accompanies your salvation. Let me wrap this up with Hebrews 6 again, but Hebrews 6 verse 1, and I'm reading in the Amplified Bible. It says, therefore, let us get past the elementary stage in the teachings about the Christ, advancing onto maturity and perfection and spiritual completeness, doing this without without laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith and of, I'm stopping. Let me, lead, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me read it in the, in, in the uh, Living Bible. Let me read this, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Let's beep, beep, beep. We're backing up. Let me do that. This is very important. I want you to understand it. I want you to hear it. It's extremely important. This is, this is before uh, the apostles t- is t- begins to talk to you how God is not unjust. How he's, he will never, ever, he doesn't forget all your works that you have done. He said, let's stop going over the same old ground again and again and again, always teaching those first lessons about Christ. Let us go on instead to other things and become mature in our own understanding, as strong Christians ought to be. Surely we don't need to speak further about the foolishness of trying to be saved by being good or about the necessary uh, necessity of faith in God. You don't need further instruction about baptism or spiritual gifts and the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. For the Lord willing, we, for Lord willing, we will go on and now to other things. Like, you guys know that stuff, he's saying. You all already know all that stuff. I'm in a house that everybody here that I'm looking at knows all that stuff. And the apostle says, you know all that stuff. So when a, farmer, when a farmer's land has had many showers upon it and good crops come up, that land has experienced God's blessing upon it. But if it keeps on having crops of thistles and thorns, The land is considered no good and is ready for condemnation and burning off. Dear friends, even though I'm, I'm talking like this, I really don't believe that what I am saying applies to you. I am confident you are producing the good fruit that comes along with your salvation. The good fruit is your works. The good fruit is your works. For God is not unjust. How... Can he forget your hard work for him or forget the way you use to show your love for him and still do by helping his children? He will not forget what you have done. He does not forget everything that you have done because you are truly real Christians. You're the real thing. And because you're the real thing, you serve. You've done good works. It just accompanies you. It's just part of who you are. 
I can give to that. I can do that. You're, you're not home on your bed, isolating in a fetal position, sucking your thumb. Now, every once in a while, maybe a brother or sister get like that. We got to go under the bed with them. We got to minister to them. We don't go under the bed and drag them out. No, we go down with them and we say, let's, let's talk. I don't want to talk. Leave me alone. Okay, we'll just, we'll just be here with you for a while. Just stay here with you for a while. I don't want you to stay with me. Go away. I hate you. I hate everything. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to. Okay. Okay. I'm a great person for that, by the way. That's one thing I can do. I can climb under somebody's bed while they're in a fetal position, sucking their thumb. And they're saying bad words to me. Yeah, doesn't bother me at all. Poopy words? Doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't bother me at all. No, I'm serious. Like some people that would really, really, really bother. Well, you shouldn't do that. Go bake a pie. You shouldn't do that. That's, you shouldn't do that. I have no problem doing that. It's, I don't. I can do that. I love the word of God. Oh. Okay, so let's just do this real fast one more time. Prophetic word. I've said it a thousand times. Let me say it one more time because God is saying this to you this morning. Beloved, Beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you. There's, there's so much more in you. I'm confident that you are going to do things that are going to blow your neighbor's mind, your spouse's mind, your children's mind, your parents' mind, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. You're going to, the things that accompany your salvation, your gift package, your gift package. You know, I'm not John Wood. There's not an eagle on my arm. You know, I'm not Sue and John with the owls and going all over and showing their birds. Like Sue's like, come on over. I'm like, no thanks, because she always has a, a live thing hanging in her house. Who does that? Owls, and I look, and there's something else alive and turning. I'm like, I, you can come to my house. Yeah. I went to your house a long time ago, a long time ago. The secret's out. And we're sitting, she has the tea, and I thought, like, am I, is it raining in the house? No, no. And then I look up, I'm like, sweet Lord Jesus, there's an animal perched and dropped a little poopy drop on me. Oh! And she's chatting, just chatting. And I look in the corner and there's this owl and, you know, or whatever, and it turned the head and, and I was very uncomfortable. And your baby was a baby. Your baby was in the, in the high chair. I'm gonna kill you. I'm like, God, this is zoo. I'm in a zoo with a teacup. And the thing walked across the floor, and, and it wasn't a normal cat or dog like normal people have. No, I had 14 legs and an eye sticking out. <sighs> However, 
They have an amazing ministry slash business. He's known nationally, probably internationally by now. It's amazing what you guys, how God has been with you and what you produce and their evangelists that accompanies their salvation. They talk to everybody about Jesus. They talk to everybody about Jesus. They befriend you. You're the heathen. We're going to befriend you. We're going to take you to dinner. We're going to serve you the best food. And wham, we're going to tell you about Jesus. Because we're paying. We're paying, so you got to hear me. They got it. They got a stick, and they're sticking with it. They've gotten people saved all over the United States. No, praise God is right. Amazing. Because it just, their works and their labor of love have a company of them, got them in their, with, because they're saved. But they're really saved. They don't come to church and fake save it. Like, I'm fake saved. I'm out there doing this. I'm out there doing everything the Bible tells me not to do. Not a Christian. Really, I'm so sorry. So sorry to share that with you. So sorry that I have to tell you that. She just ruined it. Somebody said, she just ruined it. It was such a good word, and she ruined it for me. So we're confident of better things concerning you because what you have in you will accompany your salvation, and God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown towards his name and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Could you stand up with me, please, as I read this beautiful scripture and as I close in the mighty name of Jesus and as I pray that you have heard from heaven this morning for you? <laughs> Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through him who loved us so much that he died for us. For I am convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present and threatening nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus Christ has unlimited love for you. Unlimited love for you. Jesus Christ, your King, your Savior, has unlimited love for you. Father, seal this with a kiss, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. We kiss your feet this morning, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Jesus. Catskill Mountain Christian Center, have a beautiful Sunday. God bless you. See you next week. Hey there, this is Jake Johnson, and I want to thank you today for listening to our podcast, On Fire Radio. We pray that this word has ministered to you today. And maybe today God has shown you your need for Him in your life. John chapter 8 
And in verses 31 and 32, Jesus said, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Jesus makes us free from our sin. If you need to make Jesus first in your life today and be set free, would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, I recognize that I'm a sinner. I repent for my sins today and ask that you would cleanse me with your blood. I place you first in my life and ask that you would give me the power of the Holy Spirit. I walk forward this day in a new relationship with you, God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I want to encourage you to start reading your Bible. You can even download the YouVersion Bible app on your mobile device and start a plan for new believers. Start a prayer life as well and start carving out time in your day to spend time with God. And I want to personally invite you to Catskill Mountain Christian Center. We have service every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at 629 Main Street in Margaretville, New York. Powerful worship, dynamic teaching, and an encouraging time of fellowship. On Fire Radio is a ministry of Catskill Mountain Christian Center and is brought to you free online and on the radio each week because of generous donations from listeners like you. You can partner with us in serving God's vision for this area by donating online at our website, www.cmcconline.org. From there, you can also connect with us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Send us a message and let us know how this ministry is impacting your life. On behalf of Pastor Bob Englehart, this is Jake Johnson signing off. God bless, and we'll see you in church.